Are you happier thinking, doing, sensing, or feeling? Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to my Geekazoid episode. You don't even know what I'm going to be talking about yet, but I'm excited for this episode because. I get to geek out a little bit on some numbers, permutations, combinations, to talk about and identify and illuminate just how unique each of our code of happiness is, and this is just talking about one component of the entire code of happiness that each and every single one of us uniquely have. This episode is about opening your heart of happiness, and and in the work that we do, that I do, and the technology that we use to help people unlock their unique code of happiness, there is a particular component that has to do with communication styles and energy centers, and how we are able to individually, independently open our hearts up for more happiness. Like the love languages, every single one of us have a unique language of happiness, a language that opens our heart up to the world. See, when we are in a state of happiness, true happiness, our heart is actually open to the world. And when the heart is open, it's easier to connect with self, with others, with nature. It's also easier to communicate, and understand, and learn. See, in order for us to learn about the world, learn about ourselves, learn about the other person, in the most efficient and optimal way possible, which then leads to greater states of happiness, our heart needs to be open. In fact, when our heart is open. Our heart of happiness is open. Life is just easier. This is such an important component to understand because it is the lack of understanding of this part of our happiness, on how to open our heart up to connect with the world better, to connect with each other better, is a big reason why. When people shut down and enter states of unhappiness, when there's conflict that arises between two people, that's what makes it so difficult to break down those walls of conflict. And it's because we forget in those moments that each and every single one of us have a unique code on how to open up our hearts to the happiness of the world, so that happiness can flood in and out. Now there's a myth out there that is a very common myth. It's it's actually accepted as a self-protection mechanism that is flawed. There's a myth that an open heart, and the more open your heart, it makes you vulnerable for hurt. And why that's a myth is because the closed heart actually. Creates more opportunities, increases the probability of hurt and conflict, 
because the hurt comes from the conflict. The hurt comes from our challenges of not being able to connect on a deep, authentic level. So what's contrary to that, what makes it a myth is that having an, on the contrary, having an open heart, consistently open heart to the world, it actually makes you more resilient and forgiving. Why? Because when your heart is open, your heart of happiness is open, you're more connected and you're more grounded with yourself. Before I jump into the mathematics and the science of it all, the mathematical science, if you will, it's important to understand that every single one of us is different. And the more we try to compartmentalize, and this is kind of the problem I have with the modalities out there that are I guess a way oversimplifying like the love languages down to specific types of buckets. Now, at the beginning of this episode, I talked about are you happier thinking, doing, sensing, and feeling. There are essentially four different components of this lock tumbler, if you will. The lock tumbler of the unique code of happiness. It's four components to help us understand the different types of human beings that are on the world and how each and every single one of us approaches conflict or opens our heart up. Understanding these components will help us understand our unique way of being able to unlock or have the keys to our heart of happiness. The four different ways are, there are the thinkers. The people who, when there's a conflict, they need to understand why before they can resolve the conflict. Part of how they resolve conflict, part of the, how they get back to the state of happiness is through understanding, cerebralizing, and that is fine. But that's not everybody. There are those who have to be active, who have to be doing. And that's why I ask, are you happier when you're doing? Because part of that unlock code for your heart of happiness is being able to immediately do something, be able to actively move in the face of conflict. And then there are those who are none of those, neither of those. They're not thinkers. They're not cerebralizers. They're not doers. They're more, they're more sensorial. In other words, in order for them to resolve the conflict, in order for them to feel safe to open up their heart of happiness, their, in, their environment needs to be comfortable. Their senses need to be satisfied. That's why they're sensorial. But then how about, what if you're none of those three? What if your unique opening code to opening your heart of happiness is emotional? Yes, believe it or not, even though what we're discussing about happiness and opening our heart tends to have an emotional layer to it, not every single human being operates that way. And yet there are those who do. And being able to express the emotion, being able to emote, 
is part of that first tumbler that needs to be addressed in that unique code of happiness to opening your heart of happiness. See, opening your heart of happiness is just part of that whole entire code that we're talking about, we've been talking about. The last couple episodes, we've been talking about this unlock code, and this particular episode is talking about how to unlock that heart of happiness. Now, one might say, wait, well, you're talking about four things. That means basically every human being falls into four components. How unique is that? Because what if you got five people and like four of them are cerebralizers and one of, and one of them sensorial? Does, how does that make it all unique? Well, here's the interesting thing. Within each of those tumblers, there is a unique sequence because we're not just cerebralizers. We're not just doers. We're not just emoters. Every single one of us has moments in our lives where we have to understand. And yet there are other times where we want to be actively doing something. And there are times where we want to make sure our environment is comfortable. As human beings, we have access to all four. The important thing to understand is, well, what order? is that code? What order is that lock tumbler have to be in in order for us to open up the doors to our heart of happiness? So, if that's the case, and if we were to look at each of those thinking, doing, sensing, and feeling components as doors to our heart, that means there are four different doors. So out of those four different doors, that means for every human being, there's a potential of 24 different combinations or permutations of how you can uniquely configure the doors. But then, doors can also share the same swivel door. In other words, sometimes a door is a double door. And the levels of priority could be the same. Like the doing, you could be a doing sensorial, be the same door. In which case, then we have to add eight to that. And then maybe there's just one main door and all three of the other doors have the same level of priority. Then we have to add four. And there are those who any door is fine. And there's an ease to connecting in a heart-centered way. And then you have to add one, which then makes it 37. So there are actually 37 different combinations of permutations on how one can open that door. And then once again, someone said, well, wait, that's only 37. There are 7 billion people on the planet. Ah, but within each of those doors, because human beings are all so unique, there are 12 different levels of expression for every thinker, every doer, every sensorial individual, and every emoter or feeler. And so since there are 12 different levels, the way to calculate that would be to take the factorial of 12 at the very least. So that means at least 12 factorial are potential ways, which means if you do the 12 factorial, for those who don't know what factorial is, is 12 times 11 times 10 times 9 times 8, all the way down to 1. Don't time zero because then it just zeroes everything out. So how many different ways, if it's a 12 factorial, well, if you calculate that out, if you've been listening, it comes out to 479,000,600 potential ways that those configurations can show up in one human being. 
But it's not just 12 factorial because remember, there's 37 different configurations with the 12 factorial, 12 different levels inside each of those combinations. So it's not just 479 million plus potential ways. Potential unique ways of opening your heart to happiness. So is it possible that out of that one out of, let's just round up and say 500 million potential ways that you could have a lock tumbler that's unique to only you. And to throw even more into that, depending on what we're dealing with in life, be it good, bad, or ugly, our lock tumbler could shift to adapt to what's going on. So you may find a way that actually works, but then due to circumstances, because we are human beings, because life is in flux, because we're that flexible and naturally, even the tumbler you found that worked for you for the most part could shift as a way of adaptation to whatever is happening to you in that moment. So when I say that you have a unique code of happiness, and even on the part of that unique code, which is about opening your heart of happiness, I truly mean that even mathematically, you are unique. And so it would bode well to invest in understanding, taking the time to dig deep and ask yourself that question that I asked in the very beginning. Are you happier thinking, doing, sensing, or feeling? And then when you are done answering the question, you make your choice. After you're able to do that, then what's next of the three remaining possible ways to unlock and open your heart of happiness? I told you this episode was going to get a little geeky. And that's okay. Because it's my podcast. I could do whatever I want. It's my party. I'll cry if I like to or want to. <laughs> but I think that's enough for this episode. If you got some good nuggets of geeky happiness-inducing inspiration, remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone whose happiness you care about. Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, as complicated as it may sound, it's simple. Choose happiness.